This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. That's right. It's time for the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers, and by my side, as he has been for nearly a decade, his name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. How are you doing, Reverse? So, uh, do you want to get to the update right away, or should I we think, ease our way into it? I think I need to update this right off the bat before right. I get divorced. Okay. You know that great segment that we had where, like, segments that make Mike's wife mad at I him? I do. I do remember that. I have to cancel that segment. Oh, okay. I think I need to just have segments that make... Mike's wife happy with him, okay. right? Yeah, like she's lovely and beautiful, Which and she I is. love her. She's the yeah. best. I just couldn't think of anybody better than her. And just to let her know, I love her so deeply, Nicole. That's what I want because what she does is she listens to the show, mm-hmm. and then she yells at me. Mm. I don't want to be yelled at anymore. Right? I don't want to do it. Right. Did I just do a? I think a, you basically Joe just Biden whisper. You did, and yeah. I also think you just basically. Um, made her sound like she's retroactively again. did everything what you were not trying I to do at the beginning of this. I did try to do that, honey. Yeah, she's the okay. best. I love her. She's the best. So we've canceled that segment. All right, cool. I'm just going to do it by accident from now on because I'm not terribly right. Well, because what we do on this show, we talk about a wide variety of things. You know, primarily what we used to do when we were on the radio is we basically focused strictly on beer. Yeah. But we wanted to kind of broaden it out to you know talking about basically stuff that guys talk about when they're having a cold one. Exactly. In a group setting. And, and, and not to mention that I came in today and I said, hey, I have to be gone by X time. Can we go as fast as we can? And you said, I'll turn on the mics. So we didn't spend no. 45 minutes talking about things. Right? So speaking of that, um, as some are aware, and I know you are, uh, my wife and I, we recently moved. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's been basically three months of just trying to get everything organized because, as you are aware, when you get older, it's the old George Carlin bit. You just keep getting more stuff, more stuff. Except he uses a different word. Yeah, yeah. And then you got to buy a bigger house to to put the more stuff in. And it, anyway, it's a great bit. If you haven't seen it, look it up on YouTube. It's hilarious because George Carlin is a gen- was a genius. In any event, so this past weekend it was absolutely gorgeous outside, and so I got a chance to meet some of the new neighbors and whatnot. And it's all same age couples sure. with young kids. It's fantastic. And I was unaware of this. But the uh, the guy across the street says, hey, uh, sometimes on Saturday afternoons, early yeah. evenings, we all go down to the Jordan Brewery, which I didn't even know existed. Nice. And so I said, well, hell yeah, I'm going to the Jordan Brewery with my new neighbors. What a cool spot. And then I do remember it because the it was either the, the guy that owned it or the guy that ran it emailed us. Yes. We were going to have him on, and I don't think we ever did. But why do I remember this, that we thought it was in a cave? Yes. Or an old building. And he's like, no, we're by the cave or by the old building. Across the street. It's across the street. Yes. yes. And that was years ago. I can't believe I remember that. So if you're familiar with the city, basically where the where the really great ballpark is, the Minimet, mm-hmm. it's basically across the, as Royce would call it, the creek okay. from, from the baseball park. It's really cool. And it's right in downtown, right on Highway 21 so and Main Street. Sloppy? No, 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 no. Of course not. Like, which one's your wife? No, no, I did not. I did you, didn't, not. you didn't do that? No, but it was just right. kind of cool. And it, it just, you know what it was? It was for an hour or two, however long we were there. You kind of felt back pre pandemic because it, was, it sure. was pretty busy, pretty full. College basketball was on. And it was, oh, we might be back. 
It was really cool. That felt good. I was down in Florida for a few days yes, this you last were. week. And um, there is no pandemic in Florida. No. It's not even like a remote thought. that You get out of the airport and you take your mask off, and then no one in sight has a mask on for however long you're there. And there's old people in Florida, FYI. Yeah. Just, you know, and I thought, huh. It, it felt like it was really done down there. Walk me through the process of flying right now during spring break. You know, it's not bad. I mean, it, it, it wasn't too Because I saw some bad. of the photos yesterday because we know a guy that works at the airport, okay. and he said it was an absolute bleep show. I think the key, and I don't want everybody to do this, so don't do it, but go spend the 75 bucks to get TSA pre-checked. Right, and then when you buy a ticket, like all of my family gets TSA pre-checked too. You only have to buy one. You only have to buy one, right? Really? It's whoever, well, you you buy one as long as you're buying the other tickets on your account. Everyone's pre-checked, hmm. so you just go through the pre-check line. It's way shorter. And then I had to say to my girls, in fact, I was worried that it was going to be super long lines, which it wasn't at all. But I, I said, hey, let's let's just carry our bags through, and then we'll check them at the gate, you know, right at the plane because they let you do that now. And they say, oh, we need twenty bags, and you go give them your bag, and they, you know, they get it all the way to your final destination. And and they said, no, we're bringing like gallons of liquids. I'm like, what? What do you need more than three ounces of? Right. We're going to be gone for four days. <laughs> do you need eight ounces of body spray? Which, by the way, if you're like a 14-year-old girl, there is now body, you know, Axe body spray for men. Sure. Where when you were 12, you'd put it on and then also you'd reek. press all like, the girls at junior high. I mean, it was high. just super strong. Yeah. Well, they have like Bath and Body Works makes that for young girls. And they don't understand that. One or two squirts is enough. They have to like put on all the squirts. Mm. So they were bringing their bath and body works. I wonder if this is a segment where my kids would get mad at me. Probably. But there is not a chance my kids listen to this show. Right. I promise you that. Right. I know that for a fact that they won't listen. So my kids reek like um, raspberry or something. But isn't that basically... Well, okay, so we're now going to get into feminine hygiene. Yeah. But wasn't that basically just because my wife wears a specific style of lotion that sure. ha- that is scented? Mm-hmm. Um, it, isn't that the same thing? Yeah, but this is like super strong. Hmm. In fact, where I the kids would hop into the car and I'd roll down the windows and say, ladies, you're, first of all, we're going to Target. You don't need to spray eight squirts of this on yourself so you can smell like lemon verbena yeah, when we're at Yeah, re- but rewind the clock and think of 14-year-old Mike Fratelloni. You were slapping the brood on pretty good before you'd go anywhere, I right? I was slapping imposture obsession is what I Is did. that what it I was? I couldn't afford the real obsession. <laughs> I had to use the imposter obsession. Where it had one letter missing? Yep, yep. Almost yeah. like the, oh, the cheap Oakley sunglasses. Or something. Yes, yeah. those are so cool. All right, so the travel itself wasn't problematic because I'm going to be dealing with that myself here in the coming yeah, days. Yeah, everything was fine the plane was fine i don't care about wearing a mask i mean i'd prefer not to wear a mask on a plane but you get but it no one hassled me that, okay so i have a little bit of a beard right and if you chew gum with a mask on and a beard your beard catches the mask and slowly sure. pulls it down yep. like all the time most women don't have to worry about that most some women should shave a little bit but most women don't have to worry about it right and so i'm constantly adjusting my mask and or i just find that it would be below my nose and but no one even no one even cared i think everybody's over it uh, let's hope we don't have to go backwards on it. You know, hopefully we're we're past that hump. Well, just, wait till you read the news later today. Knock on this. Oh, don't don't even tell me. I, I don't I'm not. Know. I'm not going to. Well, there there was a uh, the I, I announced this earlier on Garage Logic today that the White House press secretary Jen Psaki mm-hmm. um, was uh, tested positive for COVID, and now they're doing contact tracing throughout the rest of the White House, which leads me to believe we're, 
we're destined for another shutdown. Really? With, which, which I say, best of luck with that. Has she not had it before? I don't know. I you can't think she'd that. be kind of around a lot of people? Yeah. You think Peter Ducey would be spitting at her a lot? Right? Isn't <laughs> that what he kind of does? Yeah. He seems to dislike her. So we didn't get to this last week, um, yeah. but I, I do want, because I did make a big deal of this uh, a number of weeks ago, but it was announced that, and it, to, to my relief, it was announced that Tom Brady was unretiring. Mm-hmm. And coming back for yeah, a you finally have a guy older than 20, you. And, yeah. Let's see, what would this be? His twenty second year, twenty third oh. year, whatever yeah, the case yeah. may be. So, rest assured, I have one more season of a, of a of a professional athlete in the four major sports that I follow is going to be older than me. Can I give a prediction? I think it's going to be his worst season ever by far. You think so? I just think he retired, and then he said, "What have I done?" Mm-hmm. But he's not quite maybe as committed now, right? Is there any logic to that? Well, like, I did it. if oh, it was oh. anybody but him, I would 100% agree okay. with you. You know what? Valid point. Because he's defied everything. Do you I mean, think Gronkowski is going to come back with him? I, I would think so, but Why who knows? He? Who knows? No. I think it's going to happen to Aaron Rodgers instead. Or maybe so? that's just what I want to believe is going to yeah, happen. If, if, yeah, I, I think you're you're right. But I... I know I, I I bring up Tom for some reason a lot on this show and I don't I don't know why well, exactly. We look a lot like him. Well, we do. We do yeah. look a lot. Your wife's a model. <laughs> but um, the the reason I just find it fascinating is I don't think we're ever going to see this again. I mean, do you think ever. he should should have done it? I, I think he should have. I think part of him was because every no matter what level you play in sports, and mm-hmm. I, I I maybe just be speaking for myself. No matter what level you play in sports, when the season is over with, you you instantly go with, oh, I'm done. I'm done. The, yeah. the, the, I'm the, the, yeah. the 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 what do you call it? The the release, the mm-hmm. the relaxation. Okay, it's time to chill, and then it's no, I still got it. I still have that the, the it the 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 passion, the drive to sure. continue to do this. And I think that that's probably he. You know, every guy goes through it. Every guy and gal goes through it. So he probably just did the same thing that everybody does. Yeah, but he, you know, every guy and gal says, "Oh, I'm I'm not going to golf next season, right? This mm-hmm. golf season sucks." Well, he's at a totally different level of athlete, and when he leaves something, it's world news, right? So you wouldn't do that flippantly or nonchalantly. You'd have to really know that you were going to do it. Like, what happened? Did he get home and look at Giselle and say? I don't want to sit around this woman all day no, long. Or did think, he say, "Oh, she's the hottest woman in the world"? I maybe think. I... Well, obviously, family does uh, you know come into come come into that discussion yeah. because that's obviously very important to someone. But you look at a couple of things. Number one, he probably had one of his best st- statistical years mm-hmm. he's ever had. Number mm-hmm. two, he's not injured. He's still, you know, I know he had a little. He had what was it? Foot surgery last year. He had something, but. He's not got the aches and pains that that a lot of guys his age should have playing twenty whatever years of professional football. Yeah, being basically in four hundred car accidents or whatever right. it would be. So anyway, I just wanted to say thank you, Tom, for coming back, just solely for my purposes. What do you think alone. about the guy who bought his last touchdown ball for five hundred thousand? Buyer bucks? beware. Really? If you're the kind of guy that's got five hundred thousand dollars to waste on Tom Brady's last touchdown pass, that's your problem. I know, but it no. seems kind of. It's the same. Okay, I feel as bad for him. As all of these sports books that are now complaining, you know that story? No. Is it because they're taking long-term bets on Tampa Bay? Well, they were based on Tampa Bay's odds to win the Super Bowl before Tom announced he was coming back. I have no sympathy for you. 
You've made plenty money, plenty yeah. of money off the betting public. Yeah. I have no sympathy for you. Sorry. Mm. So World's did you, smallest did you violin. see what the odds changed? I mean, did it, it was from, significant. Okay, it was like it, fifty to one down to twelve to one. It was something. even more than that. I think it might have because without Tom Brady, they got yeah. no shot. It might have been over a hundred to one. Really? And okay. then of course he announces they're coming back and they become one of the favorites in the NFC. Well, wow. In any that, event, that so, would have been a good little. But that would have been a smart. Bet. That's what betting sharks do. They might have a little bit of intel or maybe say, you know what, maybe it's worth putting a thousand dollars down on this because I've got that extra kind of cash floating around and now I get a hundred thousand dollars or whatever the odds might be I, I may have done that completely wrong that'd be a million dollars it sounded good anyway right. so no I have no sympathy for the guy that spent five hundred thousand on a football and I have no sympathy for the the, the the sports books that may or may not lose a lot of money depending on and that's just it he still has to they still have to win it you so, know what I think he should do what Brady should offer him the next last touchdown ball Not for another 500000 right? Mm-hmm. Say, hey, you can own both of my retirement balls for 500000 Hey, no. You know, but you, th- that would be a gentlemanly sure. thing to do, right? And oh, by the way, all of it's going to go to charity, which I think this five hundred grand did. It did, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. I, I did. I, I read some. Um, I got some uh, listener feedback. No. Oh. And they said I used the word chick a lot, and it said it made you sound like the character from Cobra Kai, the blonde one, who like Johnny. Like, fu- Johnny. Yeah. And they said, "Do you want to be Johnny?" I'm like. That's all I really want to be. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be a guy who has a crappy apartment, living by myself, driving an old, you know, muscle car, right? And maybe getting in fights occasionally. Fights that I like Johnny can win. If I got in a fight, it would be horrible because I'd be getting pounded on. So but. it's the episode of Friends. You know which one I'm no, talking. No. Were you a Friends show fan? Uh, well? Yeah, for so, for uh, for Courtney Cox. It's geez. the episode of Friends yeah. where Courtney Cox's character Monica gets to go out. Finally, gets to go out with. The super popular guy oh, okay. from high school. Do you All remember right. this one? Is that Brad Pitt? Was it no, Brad? no, it was uh, it was somebody else. But he had dated, um, oh, what's Jennifer Aniston? Rachel. Sure. In high school. Okay. Because uh, you know she was popular. Sure, she was. So then she gets to go out. Finally, gets to go out with the popular guy from high school, and they ride in his same motorcycle that he still has, oh. and he's still living at home, oh. and he still works at the movie theater. It's kind of yeah. like that. No, what you're but saying. yeah, I can see that. I, okay. I've had really. I don't know what it is like when you get to be middle aged. If I, I'm, I'd be lucky to live to 102, right? I'm 51. I'd be lucky <laughs> to be middle aged. But things from like the 80s and the 90s just seem so much better. Like so, the crap we're dealing with now and the crap that kids have to deal with is just unbelievable. We went down to Florida, uh-huh. right? My kids all have phones and they they're looking at. They have 40 friends in Florida, and they can see exactly where they are, exactly, oh, uh, my friend Steve is down the block here right now. I don't that, think that that's healthy at so all. It's so weird, Reverse. I don't it think so that's weird. healthy. Plus, I said, are, I said, are you on there, or can you just see them? And they're like, no, if I'm on there, then I can see them. I'm like, well, take yourself off. People don't need to know you're in Florida. Not that I'm I'm telling, you know, right. 400,000 people now that they were right. in Florida, but it, it just is so different. Like, I, I could hide. I could be someplace without knowing. Well, and I think that that's, a, that's part of what I was getting at, that I, I don't think it's because here's what's going to end up happening with a lot of that. And maybe you're experiencing it with your daughters. But if if all of your friends know where you are or all of the people that, you know, you associate with know where you are and you don't get invited or you don't get mm-hmm. that's that that can't possibly be healthy for it a kid's development. Good. Yeah. No, not at all. I was trying to teach my kids uh, the difference between feelings and facts, right? Mm-hmm. Your feelings are important. No one cares. The facts are what really matter, right? Okay. So you feel bad that you didn't get invited, but the facts are that the mom was driving and she could only take 3 kids. She took the 3 kids that lived closest to the house. I know you feel bad that you didn't get invited. 
it doesn't matter. The facts are that mom didn't want to have to go rent a minivan to get another 10 kids in here, right? right? And they, they just don't get it. And maybe it's just, um, I don't, you know, I'm not a real deep feeler, right? I'm <laughs> okay. more of a real deep factor, okay. right? So, but it, you know what, kids, God bless them. I know. I can't wait till yours get older. You know, well, and we're, we're getting there because we're now starting to deal with some of my oldest son's associates. Have cell phones. He hasn't yep. asked about it yet. And how and old is your oldest again? Remind me. He's 10. He's so going to be 11 so in, in November. seven years, you could be a grandpa? What, eight years? <laughs> Not a chance. That totally could happen. Well, okay. Oh, my God. How would that great would that be? Well, I, I would be more worried about my uh, my beloved wife. Uh, she would the, murder. Yeah, that would yeah. not be. I, I would feel very badly for anyone associated with that situation. That's good. Good. Um, <laughs> speaking of that, so obviously you were a Credit Kid guy, but you know who is a huge fan of Johnny from Credit Kid? Who's that? The Twitter account known as Super Seventy Sports, which okay. you're familiar with, I assume. Maybe. Okay. Then it really isn't going to b- bother uh, discussing that. He's okay. a huge follow on Twitter. It's one of my favorite accounts, and it just he likes to swear a lot, which I love. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it was we only like winners in this house, and this bleeping bleeper is a winner. Yeah, and it's got his picture with his bandana on and his Cobra Kai outfit. It's Honest pretty God, funny. I, I want to like join Cobra Kai. Right. I want to like do the whole thing. You'd be really bad at karate. I have oh a my feeling. God! <laughs> I was in karate, so I had a good buddy named Scott Wallace okay. in high school, and I took karate. Starting where Scotty Wallace was already a black belt. So he would train some of the classes because he was a young kid, right? He sure. was like a 16-year-old black belt, and he was amazing, right? He right. really high high-skilled karate kid. And so, and he and I were pretty good friends. So needless to say, he would kick the crap out of me because <laughs> I had no skills whatsoever, yet we were buddies. Sure. And then, oh, uh, Mikey did that wrong, 20 push-ups. I'm like, oh my God, this isn't nearly as fun as I thought it would be. I heard that karate's Schools though are coming back. Are they making a comeback? Because of Karate Kid. You mean the Cobra Kai? Seri- the Cobra Kai, yeah, the, yeah, the, the Cobra mm. Kai series. Okay. I don't know. It seems like I. Don't- I took three years when I was in. I believe I was in. I was in grade school when I when I took it, and my kids did it for a couple of months. They loved it. Yeah. But then it's like, oh, now you can sign them up for the real. And it's like, no, I'm not paying that kind of. Sure. I mean, it it's not cheap. Quick. Yeah. It's not cheap. I mean, they and they had their uniforms, and they thought this was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. But it was like the introductory rate. So for 100 bucks or whatever it was, like they get this, I think it was five or six-week course. And I thought, I am not. No, we're not doing this. Because it's just like any other sport. It becomes a year-round obsession where you have to stay involved. And I thought, I thought no. Every sport is like that now. I know, and it's, I have it's a shame. some friends who have kids in wrestling, like little tiny kids in wrestling, like five-year-olds in wrestling. I'm really? like, huh. Seems, I mean, they're wearing their little singlets. They look super cute, right? Mm-hmm. But they're out there bashing into these other kids, yeah. whipping them around. It's a whole nother level. I get it. It's another level. So we mentioned football. I did, uh, before we moved on to a different topic, I did want, I mentioned this briefly on Monday Night Sports Talk yesterday, but I got the sad news, uh, I believe Saturday morning, that uh, my high school football coach, and he was the Faribault high school football coach forever, uh, Jim Tetzloff, passed away, sadly, at the age of 78 on Friday. Mm. And the only reason I'm bringing it up is I grew up with his son, Paul. We were, you know, we played a lot of sports together. And I know everyone kind of has a coach or two in their in their life. Like, like Jim was the guy that was a, around a lot of our teams growing up because he, you want to talk about a badass. So he was a Marine. Okay. He was, I think he's in the Hall of Fame of three or four different schools Wow! <laughs> for uh, baseball and, I believe, football, because he's both at his high school in Janesville, I believe. He's in the Faribault Sports Hall of Fame, but he's also at the Mankato State uh, Hall of Fame because he played baseball there, too. But just okay. 
just a rock solid salt of the earth, really, really good dude. Yeah. Um, and his his uh, uh, wake is going to be this Friday, and then his uh, funeral is on Saturday. But just one of those guys that you grew up with, right? Was he and, a yeller? Sounds like he could be a yeller. Honestly, when needed, but for the most part, no. Okay. At least not in my company. All right. I can't speak for everybody. I mean, he coached 20,000 different guys, mm-hmm. you know, and all, all of them respected the living hell out of him because sure. he was just a rock solid guy but one of those man's man yeah. you know what I mean? he yeah. was just a man's yeah. man so uh god, god bless his family uh the tetzloff family down there in Fairbo, minnesota my hometown and uh like i said jim jim was a rock solid rock solid guy so i wanted to mention that really quickly too so a little slice of americana when guys oh, were guys absolutely and, yeah. when, when men were men i wonder what he'd Which think we of are today not. when <laughs> like you know there's just you know football's a little different and and now you you got to be careful, and all of a sudden there's a a random kid who's a girl on the. Then you're like, wait, what? What? This is boys. I, how does that? Work? I know the answer to this question. Okay, but do you know who Frank Martin is? No. Okay, so Frank Martin, I believe he was just relieved of his duties as the head basketball coach for South Carolina. Mm-hmm. He was there for about a decade, and then he was at Kansas State before that. And there is a great clip. I urge anyone to find this. In fact, if you just go to YouTube or go to Google and put in Frank Martin and then just put comma coaching, okay. this clip will come up. And it's from maybe maybe half a dozen years ago, I think. But he was talking post-game about their game against whoever, uh, North Carolina. No mm-hmm. idea. But he was asked a question about coaching. And how you have to evolve over the years. And it he morphed it into going to his now, this is a big time division one college basketball coach. Yes. And then he turned it into going to his kids' game in either junior high or high school, right? Okay. So they're at their local gym and he's in the stands just like a normal any other parent would be watching his kid play basketball. Mm-hmm. Again, a very successful big time division one college basketball coach. And his son came up to him and started to complain about whether it was playing time or whatever, and his response is so wonderful, basically saying, why are you talking to me? Yeah, I'm not your coach. And he just went on and on about the – I don't really know if, if, it, if it was more about the temperament of the kid 20 years ago to the temperament of the kid now because, mm-hmm. you know, we, we just – we evolve, we change as a society. But it was just so brilliant the way he laid it out. And I, I get – it's one of the reasons, I guess, why I haven't really dove head into coaching because I don't think I'd be able to do what the likes of Frank Martin could do because I'm kind of a little bit more old school where mm-hmm. I have a million friends of mine that are in various forms of coaching from high school to college to whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know that I'd be able to do what a lot of these guys and gals choose to do because it's it's thankless at times. It's completely thankless. Right. In fact, it's probably the opposite of that. You get yelled at much more than thanked. Right. Right? And I just I don't know how people do it. I don't know how, when I'm watching someone ref a game. Oh man. Like, how did you get we, we were at a volleyball tournament and they they use like the players to be line judges, right? So there's two refs, there's a down ref and an up ref, right? Okay. So they're right at the net and then they use players from other teams to be the the li- backline judges, right? And these are little kids, like, you know, 13, 14, 15, and, and you can see if something's in or out, but to make a real fast judgment with the, the movement you have to make is not instantaneous. And people will be like, oh, my God, this she, I can't believe she blew that call. It's like, it's a 13-year-old kid. Who cares? First of all, <laughs> right. it's one point out of 25 or whatever. I can't even remember what they played to 25. I thought it was 21. 
Could be totally 21. <laughs> I'm forgetting. <laughs> Wait, is it? Is it 25? That's 25. Okay, I, I, sorry. I, I'm, I'm making that up. I don't know. But it's, I thought, why? and people are just getting mad about it and yelling. I know. And then I'll find myself being that guy where I'm starting to yell, not at a kid, right? But I'll start. Like saying something. Oh, like, come on. I'm like, who what am I doing? What am I doing? How moronic of me to ever raise my voice. I gotta watch myself, right? Because I don't want to be that guy. Well, and unfortunately, um, you know, you you know this, but I I'm involved with amateur baseball and, and sadly, they're losing. I mean, a lot of the guys that you know you get to know over the years that, mm-hmm. that would ump games, they're just saying, I don't wanna do this. I don't want to do it. It's not worth it for me to make, I think it's uh, about 125 bucks mm-hmm. for a nine inning game. I got to get in my car. I got to drive to where yep. it's not worth it to me to, to, to blow a Saturday in June yep. when it's absolutely gorgeous out and you're getting what you, you want or getting what you're asking for right now, because a lot of guys just simply don't want to deal with it. They, well, that's and even I, on the high school level too, because I know uh, they're running a lot of, I, I'm seeing a lot of online ads and PSAs that are, I'm hearing on radio stations about getting involved with high school uh, refereeing and coaching mm-hmm. because they just don't have enough people to do yeah. it. I mean, can't you, like, I guess you could use different teams and say, hey, congratulations, you're going to ump this game mm-hmm. for this. I mean, that would be horrible, but you'd be a good ump. Well, I'm sure I would be Yeah, if I wanted to do it. I mean, it would be, it would be tough. No, right? I, there's, I, have, I love baseball. I have zero, zero uh, plans to Are do it. Are you following your Mighty Twins? A little bit, yeah. We've got I, mean, to, I know we don't news. have them on right now, and I think they're playing right now. They are. They're playing the Braves right now? I can't uh, remember. I, I think it was 0-0 with Bucks in the, on the plate, right? Okay. I think he's, Sweet. <laughs> he was playing. Speaking of baseball, yeah. um, did you see the great clip? Uh, I believe it was Sunday. So Dusty Baker, uh, he's been a big league manager mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is now with the Houston Astros. His son is a prospect for the Washington Nationals, a team that Dusty used to manage, and they exchanged the... Lineup cards. Okay. And I went, holy crap. And I don't know if you remember this, but I brought this up yesterday with Pat. This was the Bat Boy, the little kid in the 2003 World Series where somebody got a hit and he was, you know, three or four, whatever he was, Mm -hmm. and he ran out to go get the bat, not realizing that two guys were coming around the plate to score. And J.T. Snow at the time was the Giants' first baseman. Grabbed him. Grabbed him. It's it's a clip that's been seen a trillion times. And I'm thinking, in fact, I think the the caption was, we old, because here's this little kid, and now he's playing big league baseball. Oh, isn't that fun? Yeah. So It's it's sweet. Well, so are you pumped? What do you think your twins are going to do? I am much more optimistic now than I was three or four days ago. Because we went deep. We spent some money, didn't we? Yeah, they signed the league's top free agent uh, on the market, and some are saying, well, he might be not as good at whatever. He, he, so what? This He's is still, a really, really yeah. good player yeah. that they got for essentially a one-year deal. Yeah, they're paying him $35 million for one year, but you know their lineup's going to be great. They're, it's just going to be whether they can pitch or not. Mm-hmm. So It really doesn't all come down to pitching. So can they still make moves? I mean, are, are there moves? They can. Made? I don't know if they will. If okay. they do anything, it most likely will be a trade. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, I feel good about the, At least I just want them to be competitive. Like last year, they weren't fun. competitive. I think they yeah. ended up with the eighth worst record in baseball, and it I don't know. It's just better when they're when they're a competitive team. I'm going to start opinion. going to games again this year. Are you? I'm gonna, well, I'm going to start trying to go downtown Minneapolis more. Well, I can't speak. I can't say that I'm going to. Um, and I, in fact, I mentioned this on GL earlier. But you know, with rising inflation, mm-hmm. you know, we were talking about oh, because Joe read a story today about cutting back on meat consumption instead. And okay. It was. I, I think it was a Bloomberg piece. 
uh, but cutting back on meat consumption and eating lentil and things like that instead. Well, wake up because that's not what's going to happen. If if you know people might buy less of it, but they're still going to buy chicken and fish and beef if that's what they primarily eat. Mm-hmm. But what is going to happen is they're not going to go out to eat at Mancini's. They're yeah. not going to go to a Twins game. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, in a lot not of these cases, drive anywhere, and the easiest thing they can see is a five nineteen gallon of gas, and they'll say, "Okay, I'm not going to do that, but I am going to stay at home and grill." Yes, right. Well, exactly, because mm-hmm. I've got my my Weber grill in the backyard, mm-hmm. and instead of well, instead of renting a cabin up north, what we're going to do is it's going to be a staycation this year. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of that yeah. this summer, unfortunately. I really think so. I, I you know I don't know if it's that. I don't want to say unfortunate, right? Because I mm-hmm. think okay, so you know, stay at home a little bit, and and people were adjusted to doing that anyways through COVID. People, I think, spent, and, and, and I know this for sure from our business, I mean, we sold a ton of Weber, Traeger, Big Green Eggs. We sold a ton of everything because people were just making their house their castle. Sure, right? sure. They wanted to have everything close. And now I've even felt this like, I don't feel like I need to go out as much. Right. Right? Isn't that weird? You know, and I'm a go out kind yeah, of you person. Are. Yeah. Right? And I just felt, ah, I don't care. I also, you know, could eat a cheese sandwich every day, too. I don't care. That's You're mentioning it. something, too, because I remember... Uh, at the height of COVID, I remember you you telling me that things like because I oh I remember why I was going to bring in some screens to get fixed mm-hmm. at, at your Eden Prairie store and you basically said well it's not it's going to be a while because basically everyone started doing their home projects and the every same time so yeah. are you still seeing that as a result I mean, oh, yeah. or, I mean is it, or is it slowed been, down well it's it's softened a little bit right sure but we had a couple years of just busier than we've ever been in our entire lives, right? Just incredibly busy. But And it's still busy. And I think, you know, this spring, people are going to be ready to go back at it. People want spring to happen. I mean, we can definitely feel it. In fact, you made a really good point about windows and screens. Thanks! Like, now is the time. If you, like, it would have been really nice to open your windows up yesterday, right? Yesterday was uh, Monday. It was 60 degrees. Like, when we're recording this, it's on Tuesday, right? Mm -hmm. And it was 60 degrees or 67 degrees in St. Paul or where I was, right? Mm -hmm. That's what my car thermometer said. And we kick some windows open. I'm like, oh, good. Maybe some people will look at their screens and say, I got to get these into Fratellonis. Bring them now, because if you bring them now, you have a chance to get them back almost instantly. Um, We do have a couple of emails for you in that. These uh, came in within the last couple of weeks because, you know, we like to do the segment Ask Mike Anything on this show. Uh, One of them was from, here we go, from Terry uh, asking, uh, Reavers, will you please ask Mike uh, with the change, as you have mm-hmm. you've talked about the change in uh, structure with your with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores, are they still doing the lawnmower and slash uh, snowblower deal? The storage, yes. Okay. So um, everybody who's getting done with their snowblowers, you drop them off at any one of the Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores all throughout the metro. Twenty two of them. Okay. We'll store it free all summer long. We give it a tune up, and that costs you like one hundred and twenty five bucks, right, okay. to get it out of your garage, and then in fall. You drop off your lawnmower. You don't have to, but if you want to, drop off your lawnmower. We'll do the same thing to your lawnmower. So you just flip-flop the machine. So always one is with us and Mm -hmm. one is with you. Nice. And then they're running perfectly by the time the season hits. Gets them out of your garages. We do thousands of machines. We're very, very – in fact, we're so busy with that right now. We have so many lawnmowers in. We're like, oh, we better get these lawnmowers done <laughs> before spring, right? Gotcha. But, but um, and, and usually it's, it matters more when we have a really deep snow, winter, snowfall, because then we're doing so many winter snowblowers. Um, but yeah, it's it's nothing's really changed. It's funny because a lot of people are saying, oh, you're no longer A's, and you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, and but we're still for Yeah, we're still for And right. I just don't know what the difference is. I don't think people care whether 
we sell them something that we bought from a Ace distributor or some other distributor. I don't know why they'd care, right? right. It's like if it's a, a wrench in the same brand of wrench, who, who knows? Right. I, I would never know who Best Buy gets their TVs from. I don't know what distributor they buy from. It doesn't matter to me. But, um, yeah, so a, a, things are just the same. We have added some uh, cool stuff. We added Blackstone. We added a bunch of Traegers. We added some cool stuff. But uh, we're, we're getting very excited for spring. I can, I can just tell you. So one thing that I know you're going to geek out over yeah. Um, we, there was a guy, uh, that was a huge listener of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, are you familiar with the, the gator hook? Uh, remind me. So it's, it's, it's a hook. Joe and I were playing with it out here in, his, okay. in the office. It's magnetic, right? Yes. So I have one on my, in fact, I'll tweet out a photo of mine that's on my garage fridge. Mm-hmm. Mike, I could hang my truck tire from it. Really? It's that strong. Okay. And then, and then you release it. And because I couldn't get it off the, because Joe was trying to get it off the door with his bum hand. Okay, got it. And I said, "Well, here, let me try." You know, and I could barely get it off there. And then, and then he says, "Oh, you got to lift the plastic part," and then it comes right off. It's super cool. And I, 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 I thought of you right away when I saw this thing. Magnet, basically. Yeah, it's a huge magnet. It hangs anywhere. It's it's basically designed for various areas of your garage. Like, let's say you have a big metallic. Uh, shelving unit, well, boom, you stick it to that. Or let's say, like for me, I, I put it on my garage fridge. I am familiar with these. Okay, yes. it's super okay. cool. Yep. I, I, yep. I, it's, I'm, I'm it's such a nerd. It's what those guys fish with. They'll like literally throw them out in the water. They don't fish with them. They throw them out in the water and they look for metal pieces and they drag them and they really? pick up a bike or they pick up a safe. You're kidding. No. Haven't you, don't you ever watch YouTube like in the middle of the night when you have nothing else to do? You're like, no. Hey, this guy's fishing with these big magnets. Yeah, they just whip them into the water, tied to a a cord, right? Wild. And then you do, like you do it by bridges so you can find like murder weapons and bikes and I mean it's really kind of cool. Wow. Yeah. Wouldn't you get a bunch of crap though basically yeah, every 10 seconds? Yeah, what, whatever your whatever the magnet's hooking to, you get all that stuff. Huh. Some of it could be totally valuable and some of it may be worth absolutely nothing. That's always my favorite speaking of being on spring break is um uh what do you call it? Uh magnet guy on the beach. Oh, just walking up and down. I'm thinking, okay, I, I'm not ripping. Mm-hmm. If that if that's mm-hmm. your thing, that's your thing. But it, it, it's it's just it goes without saying. Anytime you go to the beach, because especially when we would go out to San Diego, Southern California, there'd be 400 guys yeah. out there at the same time. And yeah. I'm thinking, okay, I'm a cost equivalent of how much my time is worth, kind of a sure. guy. So you can't tell me, and I'm willing to be proven wrong. If someone wants to email, please do so. But you cannot tell me if you're going to be out here all day. That you're gonna make enough money to justify being out there all day with a, a, a what, do you, what, do you, what am I trying to say? What is it called? Uh, yeah, it will come to me. But I, I don't know why would you not want to. I mean, it sounds like a glorious life. You're just but you're the looking beach. for change. Um, well, yeah, or rings. A lot of people lose rings. Okay. Watches. Okay. Anything that a bird picks up and carries ten feet and drops and you lose it. Wouldn't you feel guilty though if you found a wedding ring and then all of a sudden you're saying, "Well, I'm gonna go pawn this." I'd feel horribly well, I mean, guilty. What are you going to do? Like tell people, hey, did you lose your four carat diamond ring? Why can't we think of the name of what that's called? Ma- uh, not a magnet detector, uh, a something detector. For crying um, out loud, why am I such oh an idiot God. today? Don't don't look it up. Don't look it up. I will, and I'll, just, I'll let you just keep guessing. Wait. It's a magnetic detector, magnifying <laughs> detector, uh, metal, metal detector. detector. Cry baloney. <laughs> that's what. It, that's the problem. We're looking up Google. We're too dumb to just know it anymore. Now we got to look it up. We got to Google something. How sad is that? What do you think? 
I'm looking at it right now. Don't look. Um, uh, you're looking at a guy who had a metal detector who found a 24 karat diamond ring. No, I was going to ask you, what do you think one of those would go for? Uh, two forty nine. I'm looking at one that looks exactly like the one that I saw in Southern California just about a year ago. And right now at Dick's Sporting Goods, mm-hmm. it's $749. Wow. So what what are they buying them at Dick's Sporting Goods for? That's even that Fishing, weirder. like you were saying, yeah, maybe looking guess, for right? lures. Looking for lures? I have no idea. Are you a fisherman? Do you do much fishing? Uh, I'm a guy that uh, doesn't like to sit and wait for something else to happen. Okay. So no yeah. fishing. I mean, if I'm on a pontoon with a bunch of friends yeah, and having it. beers, yeah. I'll throw a line in. What the hell? I'm just sitting there anyway. Yeah. But as far as, no, I, I just... I never got into it when I was a kid, and it it's, it just bores me to tears. I wouldn't mind being out in nature and being on a nice, mm-hmm. beautiful lake in northern Minnesota in late summer, early fall. But no, as far as doing that willingly, no, thank you. The no. times that I don't feel like a man the most <laughs> is when my <laughs> oldest daughter, when we're up at the cabin, she says, hey, let's go fishing. And I just don't, I, I'm not patient enough for it. I can't no, mentally take it. I'm the same and way. And she's out there on the dock. She's fishing she's catching stuff she's making me take pictures or taking pictures and sending them to me and she's like can't you just do this with me and i just don't have it in me i just can't do it yeah it just doesn't make sense to me although i i i get why people like it i'm just not that personality that can slow down that much sure right and i know and but i'll watch a good fishing show every once in a while do you guys sell fishing stuff at your stores no we used to in fact when my dad opened our first store in 1975 we sold guns we had fishing licenses. Really? And all this. And the best part about the guns is we opened on Saturday and someone broke in Saturday night and stole all of our guns. Oh, wow. Like the first day we were open. Wait, the, the, the very, very first, first night, day of Fratelloni's. Right, stole all of our guns. And then, oh, we no longer carry guns. <laughs> they were gone. So we carried guns for one day, but we did fishing licenses for 25 years. I was going to say, because I, I didn't work for Fratelloni's, but I mm-hmm. worked for an ace, Philippi Ace Hardware yep, in Faribault, yep. Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things I did, especially on Saturdays this time of the year, uh, was di- I did a lot of fishing licenses. Yep. I remember that and exactly. And we did those for years You still and years. do, right? No. Oh, you don't? No, the, the state gives you 50 cents per license. So, and you're, you know, remember on a Saturday when you would be filling oh, out 10 of them? Oh, it would tie up, yeah. Yeah, and, you'd, and they'd say, well, you get 10 more people in. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, they came in and bought a fishing license. And then they and left. left. <laughs> yeah. And that's not as much fun to do that. So we, we let the city do those. Do you still get the guy that'll come in and say, what do you mean you don't do this uh, anymore? It's, it's been 20 years since we've done it. Oh, it's been yeah, that long. Yeah, we, we, we haven't done it for a long, long time. All right, now I really want to get into the weeds with, yeah. the, with, an, with yeah. running a hardware store. Mm-hmm. What's the oddest thing that you get requested to be put on your shelves and you're like, buddy, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I use the word like, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I mean, we, we get a lot of unique requests. We have some people like ask for milk and it's like, okay, I can see in smaller towns, the hardware store has everything. Oh, sure. But we just don't in have Saint that. In St. Paul, you've got options. Yeah. Well, you know I, <laughs> you know what's really funny is, the, and it's kind of sad, is because I, I really appreciate it. People will say, hey, do you have like a guy who's kind of great at plumbing, but I don't need a plumber. I just need a guy who can help me do some stuff. And it's like, nope. <laughs> They're... If you find one, you let us know because plumbers make 250 bucks an hour now. So right. if you they're need to have demand. them come over to your house for 15 minutes, it's going to cost you 200 bucks because they're not going to drive there for 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. And people are constantly asking, "I need a painter to just paint one door in my house." Well, that's going to be 480 bucks, and you're going to try to hire him, and he's going to show up three and a half months from now, and because they're just so busy, right? And not that. There's nothing wrong with painters. It's just they're too busy to take a small job. Right. Uh, A couple of weeks ago, speaking of that, I was on a road trip, and I was out of state. And 
um, there there was a truck ahead of me. I was on a I was on a high a freeway that had an eighty mile an hour speed limit, mm-hmm. um, which is awesome, nice. yeah. so awesome. And uh, I could tell maybe quarter to half a mile ahead of me there was uh, a pickup truck that was designed to be a utility truck, almost a a handyman's pickup truck. Okay, okay, it's got pipe racks on the top, and, yeah. and he's got uh, racks on the side with tools a and ladder. whatnot. And it was not an old truck by any means. It, it couldn't have been more than ten years old. And I'm 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 gaining on him, and he hit either a bump, oh no, or there must have been a, a slight pothole in in the truck. And as he did it, both of the flaps on the side of the truck opened, and the tailgate fell down. So either what? he didn't secure everything okay. the right way, and Mike, I'm not kidding. Everything fell out no. of his truck to the point where I had to swerve, swerve to, m- to miss it. Killed it. You, yeah. Um, well, it wasn't anything that would have. It would have maybe wrecked the front yeah, end of my of, yeah. of my traverse. Drop but, a hammer off a truck. But I'm could... thinking this poor sob. He doesn't even know what happened. Well, he's he's no, he stopped. Okay, he, he stopped did. right okay. away, and I'm thinking that's going to take him two hours to recover all that crap. Not to mention Dangerous. you're on a freeway. Yeah. Or do you just it. let it go? Yeah, let it go. You know, sh- you know, cut your yeah. losses and shut your doors well, that's and move what, on. Every time I drive my motorcycles, right, I think all it takes is one ladder to be in the middle of the road. If you're doing 50 miles per hour and someone yeah. pulls out of the way and there's a ladder there, you're screwed. Yeah. Or a hammer or something that you just can't hop over We easily. had that here with our former program director, that's Steve right. Conrad. That's he right. uh, unfortunately hit a mattress, and luckily he survived. Yeah. But, yeah, same thing. It, just, it wasn't his fault. It was a struggle, yeah. right? Yeah, really good guy. Yeah, and that, it's they're very, very dangerous. Speaking of, like, accidents. Yep. I mean, it, Joe broke his arm again. Oh, you you saw him when you walked in. Well, I, I did see him, and yep. I heard on GL yep. on Garage Logic, our, yep. our our sister show. Mm-hmm. Um, what what he's? We need to have. Does he drink milk? He needs a little calcium. Well, in this case, what he did was he saw a patch of water. It was a really nice day, but mm-hmm. he didn't realize there was ice underneath okay. the standing water. So he figured he was safe, and he was not. And down he, he not. went. Ouch. So, but he's. He's now uh, got another delay to the golf season, and uh, we expect a full recovery. Yeah, last year was an ankle, right? I or, think it was a shoulder last year and an ankle the year before, or vice versa. And then he had another wrist. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, it's been kind of a few years of him breaking things. Yeah, we almost have to wrap him in bubble wrap when yeah. he goes out for his walk just to make sure he's going to get back okay. So, Boy, that that's scary. Yeah, that's a little scary. Well, that's but our he, guy. he looked. He he didn't have a big cast on. He had you know something on, but it wasn't like a. He it was didn't a have brace. Surgery was more of a brace. Yeah, he's really hoping to avoid that. Yeah, so, well, good. Anyway. I hope. Uh, let's. I hope so. I want him out at the golf course so he can shoot that 105. Michael, thank you so much. <laughs> Rivers, you're the best. Uh, please do us a favor. Rate and review the show wherever you take in the weekly scramble. It doesn't matter what platform you are on. We really appreciate and truly love the feedback from Mike Fredoloni. My name is Chris Reavers. We will talk to you again next week. Until then, cheers.